0: Let's get started. Here is your host, Vincenzo Toscano.
1: Hello guys, welcome to another episode of the commerce Lab by EcomC, the place of everything related to Amazon, FBA, private, and e-commerce. My name is Vincenzo Toscano, founder and CEO of Ecom and today we bring you another special guest. His name is Efrain Ausch, and he's the Chief Logistics Officer at the Tactical Logistics Solution, which is an end-to-end global logistics provider for e-commerce, retail, and Amazon sellers. So for me today, it's a pleasure to have Efrain. He's a long time friend now. We've been in different trips, uh, events together. And today we're going to be touching very interesting topic, which is basically how to get ready for Prime Day, which we all know everybody gets very scared about how I get ready in terms of inventory strategies and all of that, and also around the new, basically, changes around the inventory storage uh, limitations that Amazon have brought into effect as of now. So Efrain, I think it's a pleasure to have you here uh, on the podcast, so thank you for coming. How are you doing, my friend?
2: I'm doing good, good to see you again.
1: Yeah, thank you, man. I think last time we saw each other was in Mexico, right? Mexico, Is that right. Correct? yeah exactly. man, we had a good time there nice, nice time. margaritas nice weather <laughs> It was <laughs> beautiful. It was very really nice. Nice. yeah looking forward to go back man but yeah man thank you for coming I know you're an amazing entrepreneur and and I think I want to start with that man because I think you have a very interesting background and I think when it comes to this podcast of course it's all about Amazon e-commerce and all that but at the same time I think learning from the stories of you know minds like you is always very valuable and i think i would like to start with that i mean tell me about how you jump into e-commerce and then I, I mean what made you do the company that you have right now
2: yeah sure so um my story is not as interesting as yours but it's a, <laughs> it's, it's a little <laughs> i'm bit
1: sure it is i'm sure it is
2: <laughs> <laughs> so thanks for having me so basically my background is i i think i was uh in 2011 um i started where i was basically looking for work i was like i was uh-huh. fed up um whatever i was doing i was i was right after i got married uh-huh. um and at that time as a religious jew i was like doing talmudic stories i was studying and like i was thinking like um i gotta change things up i want to start working i want to learn the business world um and things like that so um i decided to just we have like a magazine that comes out every weekend. I was mm-hmm. just looking at the classifiers and I was like any job that's available. I'm just going to take. That's my I don't care about the money. I just care about <laughs> starting learning the business for it. So um, I found a an ad for a candy and chocolate company um, and they do give baskets as well for the Jewish holidays where it was before um, our Purim holiday. It's similar to Halloween. So instead of trick and training, we give gifts. So basically food gifts to friends, family, neighbors. Mm-hmm. Um, that's the, the model of the holiday. So they were looking for like temporary salespeople because they were having a lot of phone calls and emails. Mm-hmm. People that want to place orders with their website and, and their stores. So they were looking for temporary people. I applied. I told them, okay, like, hey, I'm looking for a job. My resume is empty, but this is my background. I did the X, Y and Z. Yeah. Not much, not much work. I was helping here and there, but I had no experience. Um, they were desperate to hire people, so it's like, hey, join the company. So for three months I was doing that. Um, and then that season ended. Um, and then I CEO says, like, what are you planning to do? I said, like, you tell me, like, i <laughs> want to work, I don't want to stay yeah. So I, I just don't want to leave. So he said, like, we tried doing Amazon. Um, 2010, and it was not really working for us. So we closed Mm -hmm. the account, maybe try Amazon again. So I had a lot of friends that um, started Amazon my age, 2010, 2011. That was a time when a lot of people were getting into Amazon, especially in the community where I live, was a very easy place to go on to list your products. Um, It was very different than today. Very little restrictions, very little rules. So I was like, you know what? I sat down with one of my friends for a couple hours, he gave me the basic training, I um, learned the basics listed, like I think 2000 listings, wow, um, the first four (laughs) months, and nothing was moving. And I was like, like, how do we do that? And then I started looking more into it, I started learning, hey, you got to use keywords and proper Mm -hmm. things. So there was Merchant Words back then. I don't know if you're, they're not around
1: anymore. Yeah, back in the the good times. Yeah. Back in the good times, (laughs)
2: Merchant Words. Uh, There was a couple other softwares that I used and then sales really started. Um, I think from when I started listing till we reached the first million dollars in revenue was nine months. So the first three, four months was nothing. And then the rest of that was like really, it started really picking up. um at that time I think PPC came out a year later yeah um so I remember spending like $18 my boss (laughs) was telling me like hey I don't want to spend any PPC that's too aggressive (laughs) yeah Yeah. that's too aggressive so (laughs) I said like let me try a little bit we spent $18 and they gave us $5,000 of revenue um additional so those days were really 20 um, cents 15 cents exactly yeah so I said I, I told earlier someone like Today, spending $18 maybe gets you $18 in sales.
1: Yeah, that's right. <laughs> maybe. And you're doing a good job. <laughs>
2: exactly. <laughs> exactly. So, so, that was basically that. And then afterwards, I realized that there's a huge market for gift baskets for the non Jewish holidays. And, mm, okay. Um, I decided that um, they didn't want to really go into it yet. They weren't sure. They wanted to focus more on their what they're having now. So, I decided I'm going to do it on my own app. as I learned my the Amazon business. So I went on my own um, from 2014 yeah. um, till 2017. I was selling on Amazon gift baskets mainly. Mm-hmm. Um, I got out of it because it was very seasonal. Yes. And in 2016, Amazon IPI came out then, um, the Inventory Performance Index. I think it was 2016, I think sometime in 2016. And they really started like, and summer i had no sales because i was selling gift baskets because there were perishable items so you couldn't have nuts chocolate and fba summertime it gets melted so i really it really started affecting me and uh, i decided you know what it's just it's too seasonal um mm-hmm. too much gambling because seasonal the minute christmas ended um yeah. all the baskets that were left over were garbage inventory nobody, is a ba-
1: it's crazy it's mad exactly no. <laughs> nobody buys it
2: so yeah. I got out of it. I sold it to a friend of mine that um, had a good all-year-round business, and he just had an add-on as a um, service provider. And then I joined Tactical, um, and basically in my journey by being an Amazon seller, I've used freight forwarders. I've used. Uh, custom brokers, I've used uh, three like a Copac or 3PL. Yeah. I've used trucking to Amazon, multiple different companies. Yeah And what I hated always was like, I always wanted to know my end cost. What is my cost? Mm-hmm. It was really hard to determine that what my cost is because 3PLs a lot of times intend to have a lot of different charges and it's really yeah, hard right. to calculate. What yeah. does it cost me per unit? Um, and also working with different logistics company for different things creates delays. It gets more expensive um so we came up with this the last few years is where we are end-to-end service we provide freight forwarding that's the importing side we provide custom clearance pickup from the port 3pl services and then trip feeding into amazon so that's like a, hold, yeah, one, yeah <laughs> the one one-stop shop for amazon seller to get everything into amazon you deal Perfect. with one company everything like that and thing uh, thank God we did um we're doing really well with that yeah. um and just trying to help sellers mainly with that so
1: wow me with having my,
2: yeah me <laughs> with having my background in amazon probably helped us out a lot for me when i speak yeah. to amazon sellers i understand what they want it's not like yeah i just know logistics i learned logistics after i learned that my amazon journey. Mm-hmm, so yeah. um that's what i enjoy doing that's my passion and i really love it
1: yeah, I think that last part that you just mentioned is so key. I mean, to every service provider I talk to, uh, that they're successful in the space, they come from a background similar uh, than you, that, you know, they went through the pain of understanding everything for themselves, understanding how everything works from EduSet, then finding the pain points and making a business around that, which I think that's the, the, the key here, because you understand what sellers are struggling on a daily basis. Right. And then you basically design solutions which... Provide the 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 support that most uh, sellers are struggling, at least in 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 the logistics of things as you're doing. So I think that's awesome. Yeah. Exactly. Um, now, um, thank you for sharing that. I think for sure your your journey is amazing. I think what I w- would like to start touching right now is what I mentioned at the beginning, which is going to be some of the points for today's episode. So we mentioned initially Prime Day. So when we talk about Prime Day, we know that everybody start getting a little bit crazy and they start getting, I don't know what to do with my PPC. I don't know what to do with my logistics, how much inventory should I send in? What should right. I do uh, with everything that encloses basically my strategy. And I think, of course, you have a lot of experience because I'm pretty sure that during Prime Day, you get very busy and you have seen everything around the, the logistics of things. And I would like to hear your take on, on some of your, your tips yeah, around that.
2: Right. So the most important thing that I've realized, especially in before Prime Day and in Q4 the same way, is Amazon's fulfillment centers tend to get really congested mm, before yeah. those times. So when you create a FBA shipment and sell a central or in your inventory software, whatever you use, And you're used to using Amazon partner carriers Mm
1: -hmm.
2: or Amazon SPD, that's small parts delivery UPS. What happens is Amazon picks up the goods from your warehouse or UPS picks it up and then deliver it into whatever Amazon location needs to go to. Mm -hmm. But the thing is that they just come in, they dropped uh, UPS a little bit quicker, but we're going to talk mainly on LTL or full truckload side is Amazon drops the trailer there in the yard. And Then Amazon will get to that trailer whenever they decide to get to. there's no mm-hmm. there's obviously a line how they how they plan it out, but especially when it gets congested. I've seen in COVID it was four, five, six weeks sometimes. But let's say normal Q4, a normal um prime day season, it's probably two weeks or three weeks sometimes where it takes to get yeah. to get received. I
1: know very inefficient. Yeah, and mm-hmm. by
2: not being sure. Um, how much to send into Amazon and waiting a little bit till the last minute and seeing how you project how much because you don't want to overstock Amazon because then you have to make removal orders. You're paying too much storage. You're killing your profit. All these yeah. multiple reasons why um, there is using a third party carrier. That could be um, we provide that service. There's hundreds of companies providing that service. What we have different is we make the appointments in Amazon. Like we have an appointment portal. It's called Carrier Central. Um, mm-hmm. when we make the appointments all our appointments are live on loads that means mm. when we have an appointment for tomorrow at 10 a.m that means the driver shows up at 10 a.m he will get live unloaded it's never 10 a.m especially when it's congested The driver could wait <laughs> there six seven hours sometimes yeah but as, as but as long as he gets checked in they offload yeah. him the product gets checked into amazon right away and it's available for purchase on amazon so, so that's I see. basically the big benefit of especially when it comes to these times of the year is make sure that you're using a third party. If you're the last minute, and even if you're not last minute, please give yourself three, four weeks to use Amazon partner carriers. But if you want to mm-hmm. use a two week period or a week period, make sure that you speak to someone or you contact someone that does in your area um, a direct service into Amazon, that's a live unload. So a lot of sellers are not knowledgeable with that because they realize, hey, Amazon partner carriers is half the price. True. Yeah, it is. Um, nobody wants to compete with amazon truck rates because they have a huge infrastructure of truckers. Mm-hmm. but their issue with just dropping a trailer there and it could be sitting there I mean I've yeah. had stories over stories and I got uh, no. like, go on for hours with stories that sellers
1: yeah know, I,
2: you know stories as well with nightmares that people have but yeah. really <clears throat> they ordered extra 5,000 or 10,000 mm-hmm. units just for prime day and they wanted to save $500 and they were they go check after prime day <laughs> and it checks it after prime day exactly so yeah so I always yeah. say
1: that I say be careful with those pricing structures because it's true you might save money but sometimes the money that you save you're going to actually spend more because of the loss of sales you had due to the delays on their system so exactly. it's not all about saving on the fees actually on efficiency and the air result which is what we exactly. want to achieve yeah 100%. What I also
2: tell sellers a lot of times is, let's say there's a three hundred or five hundred dollars difference. Mm-hmm. If this full truckload is the five hundred dollars makes sort or of breaks it for you in profit, that means you're in the wrong business. Yeah, that's i was going to say that. twenty-eight pallets, <laughs> yeah. you're only making five hundred dollars. You're in the wrong business. So yeah, yeah. that's what I always say. Like, because you got to really think through. Is if you're planning really well beforehand to be successful, keep that in mind. Mm-hmm. They're using an Amazon partner carrier. Give yourself the the at least three weeks, four weeks, mm-hmm. or use someone that goes direct. It's live on load, and they know they can offload. UPS is a little bit quicker, but I've also seen eight days. Yep. Even though it's delivered, it takes seven, eight days or nine days in this check in. Mm-hmm. Overall, it's better than an LTL um, um, Amazon partner carriers, but it's still you're taking your risk by doing that. Um, versus using um a third-party carrier and yeah. if you're shipping a lot by ups it's very expensive so yes um, of course mm-hmm. even a third party would be cheaper than using ups so so that would be my advice for for prime day um if you're still pl- having production in china um i would suggest um bringing it into probably la port or somewhere where it gets mm-hmm. quicker into amazon because yeah. right now it takes around two three weeks um so you want to make sure that you're you have your stock in the u.s enough time to plan for for yeah. prime Day.
1: so you um, would say at least one month before prime day is an ideal a uh, window will say to be safe right
2: because you always want to know that you have your product in the u.s mm-hmm. you can plan this on the u.s because if your product is still coming in just the anxiety of not being sure and any errors could happen yeah usually right now things are not congested anymore Bring yeah. it from China, things are pretty calm, but just in case something happens and you lose a week or two, then you're on a much tighter um schedule. So I would say is like if you're still ordering product from China, st- make sure you have it by beginning the first week of June. You have it mm-hmm. ready in your 3PL or in your own warehouse so you can plan getting it at Amazon
1: beforehand. Good. Now um there is this strategy uh, which I'm pretty sure you're very familiar with, that of course we need to always rely first on the FBA, which is sending inventory to Amazon. But I have seen a lot of sellers lately because of the uncertainty with Amazon of receiving inventory. Sometimes they apply through using three peers like you. They offer of putting an FBM offer. Therefore, if the inventory doesn't check in on time or let's say they go out of stock, you guys can still fulfill uh, in this case some of the orders. Have you seen that? Have you seen it being efficient? Have, uh, what do you think about that? It definitely, yeah. If again,
2: we do it for sellers as well. Like if there's emergencies, obviously we'll, because we don't do officially B2C. Like we don't, okay. we're usually a carton based company, but we uh, we do help sellers because obviously our goal is that you don't run out of stock, no matter what. Yeah. Right? I'm mm-hmm. not here to to hold your product and you can't get it. Yeah. So let's course. say you send it a shipment to Amazon, still not checked in. You have good sales. You're running mm. out of stock. You wanted to change it to merchant fulfilled. Yes, you could do that. The fact is that your product doesn't do as well. Yeah, and so you're ranking course. tanks a little bit. You have to spend a little more PPC. Um, it's not the same. So yeah. it's really risky because if you're going to be two weeks out of stock, um, it could really affect, I mean, being completely out of stock, that's mm-hmm. sometimes a death sentence. I would call it on a list. Yeah, 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 um, of course. You're giving, you're giving your competition the opportunity to really shine. Yeah. Or it's just, um, it's never going to pick up the same rank that it used to have. Sometimes yeah. it will. You just have to spend a lot on PPC. So yeah. um, it works because run, being out of stock completely is not it's ideal. worse. <laughs> yeah, it's okay. way worse. But again, yeah. it's just try to avoid that. Just because it will affect your listing somewhat. Yeah,
1: later. very important. Um, now, when it comes to also a Prime Day, I guess you also get a lot of this question from your clients. It's like they ask you, "If i you know, I need advice about how much stock should I send in." uh and, and all of that so i guess uh, what advice can you give to sellers because i know one of the best things you can do is some kind of approximation uh, based on maybe previous year sales or things like that but is there any specific uh, system on top of that yet that you could uh, give us an example that you will provide to a seller so they can give a rough estimation of how much stock to send for a prime there for example
2: so those are like basically um um, there's like software like Sostock okay. there's a couple softwares out there that basically help you with um, with like planning how much to mm-hmm. send in how much to hold in Amazon, how much to bring in. Um, Sosak is a pretty good tool. Skewpreme actually is integrated via API with our software that we have. Nice. Okay. So that helps out a lot for, uh, we have a couple, they're a new company that we have a couple of -hmm. sellers that use them right now. Um, It's like Supreme, but it's Prime, like SKU. So that's uh, the name of it. Um, So they're, I know they're integrated and they basically, they could plan new stages from even ordering from China, like
1: from mm, you know. wow. so, so okay. it's the
2: same way as well. They can help you with how much should I order from China, like do I replenish every two months of, out of China mm-hmm. do I replenish twice a year. Um, the goal is always to have at least 30 days of inventory in Amazon. Yes. And then up to 90 days, I would say. Um, okay. But well, we did a calculation um, last month because a- April 1st, whereas Amazon implemented new inventory, um, uh, increased like inventory mm-hmm. um, costs. It's where once it hits three months plus, it really starts going up. And like six months, mm-hmm. is even worse, and then a year, it's terrible. Like sometimes people don't realize if you have... I did a calculation just on an average pallet
1: yes. size.
2: Mm-hmm. If you have four or five pallets yeah, that's there for 12 months plus, mm-hmm. you're spending around two and a half thousand dollars on just four wow. or five mm-hmm. a month just Crazy. on these four or five pallets. So sometimes people... They don't realize, kill you, oh, basically. Just, exactly, <laughs> yeah. yeah so, <laughs> sometimes sellers don't realize is like you have so many good profitable items but that two thousand dollars is eating up it's... two thousand dollars of your profit every month just because yeah you and
1: don't because sometimes that. the dashboard right. does not make it very clear you, you, right. they're charging you you did not see
2: it. <laughs> exactly so it could be like 100 200 units sitting around that they're bulky products and you're yeah. getting killed by it so um i think you could also um i think you could create automatic removal orders from amazon okay. um you could set it as a specific date of 3 months plus or 6 mm-hmm. months plus um when you want to remove it from amazon i think from 6 months it really gets aggressively expensive versus mm-hmm. till now it was not that expensive only once it hit a year it got expensive but now yes, they I remember. really started aggressively increasing the rate by from after three months and then six months plus it really gets very expensive mm, okay. so um, so you
1: would say maximum right now with a new change you would advise to right. have a have it up to three months and then remove order if needed right
2: exactly yeah so for me and my customer base i've seen that most sellers have a turn of at least two turns a year that means they usually sit on six months worth of inventory in the us mm-hmm. okay and then yeah they have about one to three months in amazon okay. um But I did the calculation was one month. If you bring in a product from Amazon, I mean, from Mm -hmm. China or anywhere in the world. Yes. And you plan to sell it within 30 days. It's a Mm -hmm. no brainer sending that into Amazon because Amazon would be cheaper Mm -hmm. if you hold it, if you believe you're going to sell it in two months, you break even. I mean, say like 3PL versus Amazon, it's going to be the same cost approximately. Mm -hmm. Once you hit three months, that's when a 3PL gets much cheaper. So if you're using. The proper ways to replenish and only takes you let's say a week to replenish from when you place an order with your 3pl till it's an amazon or it's 10 days having two months in amazon is more than enough time because you you know you could always replenish mm-hmm. on time <laughs> so that's basically a, what what i would say is making sure yeah. um you order eno- um, enough product or not over the limit product yeah never overstuff amazon because overstuffing amazon is is affecting your ipi score it's going to affect yes. your
1: the, the whole um, account
2: the whole mm-hmm. account so uh, it's tricky but using such a software yeah. that gives you your projections what to, how much to keep an amazon how much to replenish how much to order from overseas that's really important
1: Yeah, I think nowadays, especially if you keep sourcing from China, 3PL are still a key part of of your formula because, I mean, most products, and you know, they're going to take 30, 45 days to produce and get shipped. And let's say you know your products sell uh, relatively fast in in your specific niche. I mean, you need to have a triple of course because if not, you're gonna enter into the situation that you just described. That you either overpay because you have a ton of inventory in Amazon, you and you kill all your profit, or you go out of stock, and then the money is gonna take you to relaunch the product, do PPC again, and everything is gonna be worse. So I think for sure, uh, for most people, I see for I see for my clients. Uh, having a triple e is a key factor. We still source from, as you say, places that it's going to take you 30, 45 days plus to to manufacture and, and source. Yeah.
2: Right. Yeah. Oh, we had one of our customers, he had pre-COVID, he always had three months worth of inventory.
1: Yeah. Mm-hmm.
2: Between one month on Amazon, two months in the 3PL, mm-hmm. and then when COVID hit, he got so slammed, <laughs> and he was out of stock for almost six months. So now wow. he brings in six months <laughs> at a time. So you always okay. make sure that he has six months worth of inventory between Amazon and the 3PL. You have combined six months of inventory. Again, oh, yeah. it's a little bit more expensive on the cost because obviously
0: yeah,
2: holding the 3PL, it's not the cheapest option, but it's still way cheaper than holding an Amazon. But at least you know that if you run out of stock, you completely kill your business. At least you could factor in your cost and make sure that you build in a six month of inventory I'm sitting um, or an Amazon I mean, part of an Amazon, part of the 3PL. That would probably be the most ideal way mm-hmm. how to run your business.
1: Awesome. Uh, now let's talk a little bit so we can start also uh, concluding to the episode around tactical logistics solutions because I think, of course, everything that we just mentioned, uh, I think having a triple on this scenario which i bet for most people listening to this episode if they have already a business size on the six seven figure plus they're gonna need a triple so maybe they want to learn about you how you can help them how this full a to z solution works and and some of the parts maybe they can get yeah
2: um definitely so basically um i would give you just a quick like I explained when we started is we do mm. freight forwarding, yeah. we do custom clearance, we do pickup in from the port and then we 3PL and then drip feed into Amazon. That's our full service, but you mm-hmm. don't have to use all of it. You're not forced yeah. to use all of it, whatever works for you um, could work. Okay. Um, what we really focus on very strongly is timelines and communication. That's something okay. that we Part of our values is community, just like Amazon is a community, part of our values of our company's community Um, because that's the customer base that we have. And this is how we run our company is um, there. So that's the two parts where we really um, focus on mostly. Um, We're mainly based out of California, like Mm -hmm. where I'm in my background is uh, the windows uh, to the warehouse, but it's a small warehouse. Mm Probably our next project will be um, expanding here in New Jersey, but nice. uh, for for now we have approximately nine hundred thousand square feet in California wow. between two buildings. So, yep. um, over five hundred brands, Amazon brands, private label okay. mainly. Mm-hmm. So that's basically where we could really help them is on every aspect of that. The best mm-hmm. way to contact me is probably you can find me on LinkedIn or yes, um, they can reach out to you for my email yes I'm gonna um, make sure number. to
1: put your email and website on the description so people can reach out mm-hmm.
2: perfect so that's basically all of the um things then I'm just uh, I would say one call away email away um and what we do offer is on uh for a first-time customer that we give them a 500 dollars off hmm. um for wow. the first shipment yeah. that they use us so it could be applied okay. to any of our services so or the freight forwarding or the 3PL or trucking, we give you a five hundred dollar um discount um or credit towards your first bill that you do with us. Okay. Um and that's basically the offer that we have today. And uh
1: Yeah. That's looking awesome for
2: helping 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 sellers all the time. That's what
1: that's yeah, what cash, i mean, That's what I love. I love it. I think to be honest what your company does is so so important because I mean I talk to sellers every single time and, and Amazon is becoming Each day more and more complex, especially now with uh, e-commerce sellers in general, you know, they're starting to divert also outside of Amazon because we know people is now working with Walmart, Target, other marketplaces, etc. So I think having an option like yours that you know, you can actually be safe that your inventory can be easily be transported across these other uh, marketplaces and at the same time receive the full spectrum of services, which I know when it comes to importing and all that, can be a huge headache as well. I think it, it's a big plus and for sure, I think all the listeners are gonna find that very helpful and I'm gonna make sure to to put all this, everything in the description so people can find it and take advantage of your offer as well, which is very generous. So. Ephraim, it's a pleasure. Thank you for being here. here. I'm pretty sure I'm going to see you soon at some events. Uh, We're going to put some pictures, as always, in LinkedIn uh, uh, so people can see that we're having a nice fun there. But it's been a pleasure, my friend. Thank you. uh, See you in the next one, yeah?
2: Yeah, definitely. Looking forward to
0: it. Thank you, man. Bye-bye. Thanks for listening to The E-Commerce Lab by EcomC. Be sure to subscribe so you don't miss an episode while you are at it.